Welcome to the Nourished Woman podcast, hosted by yours truly, Gabby Worsrink, holistic nutritionist and passionate women's health educator. Together on this podcast, we are going to open up the conversation around hormones, holistic healing, relationships, self-development, and everything in between, so you can feel empowered, educated, and ready to take your health and life into your own hands. Right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I know I took a little hiatus for a few weeks there, just adjusting to life in this pandemic with the coronavirus and everything. So I hope that you are all doing well, staying safe and healthy. So I've got the podcast up and running again. I've got lots of great guests planned for the coming weeks. And today I have a really exciting guest on, and her name is Carolyn Hale. She is a skin coach and acne expert. So thank you so much for coming on today, Carolyn. Thanks, Gabby. I'm excited for our conversation. Yes, me too. So I'd love to hear more about who you are, uh, your journey with your skin, and what brought you to this career of being a skin coach. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I'm Carolyn and basically just a total skin nerd. And I really love working with other women to help clear their acne. And I really think that looking at acne from a holistic approach really gives the best results. Um, Yeah, and I just like to empower my clients to make small tweaks and substitutions to their life to create um, the happiest skin possible. And really, I came to this just through my own 15-year, maybe 16-year now experience healing with my own or healing my own acne. And this has really taught me the ins and outs of this chronic skin condition. And through that, I'm really well-versed in all areas of conventional and holistic acne therapy. And I'm also constantly learning new tools and new techniques that can help clear my skin. And I know, Gabby, we were chatting a little bit before we started recording a little bit about both of us have having gone through Accutane. Mm -hmm. And so I know this is like, if you're dealing with acne and frequent breakouts, chances are you have heard of Accutane and maybe you've been on it. Maybe you're considering going on it. Um, So I just wanted to share a little bit about my own journey with Accutane, um, just if I can provide anyone insight and helping them make the best decision possible for their skin. So Mm -hmm. personally, I took Accutane over seven years ago, and this is when my breakouts were really at their absolute worst. I felt really desperate to find anything that might work for my skin. And I honestly barely listened to all the long side effects that my dermatologist was telling me. Um, I had really probably already made up my mind that I wanted to go on Accutane before even setting foot in the dermatologist office. And um, it might be a little bit confusing now, like why a holistic health nut like myself would really ever take Accutane. And this was honestly like seven years ago, this was just a different season of my life. And I made a choice based on the information that I had at the time. And I really think it's okay to change your perspective as you grow and as you learn more. And there's really no right or wrong decision when it comes to Accutane or a holistic approach. It's really just deciding what's right for you. And the reason I like to talk about my own journey is just to help people make this decision. And I also 
um, like if I could, obviously, um, if I could go back and tell myself what I know now, um, I think that would really help make the best decision possible. Um, and so just a few, I'll just say like, just if I'll touch on a few points, um, just like five things that I wish I knew before starting Accutane. And I actually have a whole blog post on this. So if anyone's interested in diving a little deeper, we can link to that. Um, but yeah, just to touch on that briefly. Um, so first off, Accutane does not work for everyone. So studies have shown that it actually only works for about half the people that take it. So that's something that I would like to know upfront before taking a highly invasive drug. Um, and Accutane is not a permanent fix. So acne relapse is so frequent with Accutane. And actually, a lot of patients are opting to stay on Accutane for many years at a lower dose to keep their symptoms wow. at bay, which is just wild to me. And this was mm -hmm. definitely the case for me. I don't know about you, Gabby, but Accutane was not a cure-all for me. No. Yeah. My skin was flawless when I was on Accutane and it was crazy. I couldn't believe it, but after it came back. So it was like, okay, do I have to keep going on this every single year? Like, that's yeah, just not realistic. Yeah, totally. And for me, like my skin was not even perfectly clear when I was on it. So mm, okay. another thing that I always like to highlight is Accutane damages your skin barrier. And for me, like Accutane has forever changed the composition of my skin. Like, and to this day, like this is like seven years post Accutane. Like, I still have to be so careful about what products I'm using to be sure that they do not sensitize my skin. And before Accutane, my skin was not like that. So the reason I like, like to highlight this is just to kind of help understand how Accutane works. And so what Accutane does is it triggers your cells to turn over more rapidly. So this helps your skin heal and repair itself faster. And this also decreases your sebum production, which is really great for acne. That's why it has such great results. But what this also does is sensitize the skin and it damages your skin's natural barrier. So this results in, and you, this um, is pretty well known, like Accutane results in severe dry skin. So when you're on it, you have like really cracked lips, you have dermatitis, you have like red rash, scaly skin especially like in your mouth and your eyes and your nose where the skin is really thin. So yeah, basically Accutane damages the skin barrier. Um, and the other thing I like to point out is Accutane does not, or the other thing that I would tell myself, my younger self before going on Accutane is Accutane does not address the root cause of your acne triggers. So Acne is super complex and simplifying it to a sebum production problem or overproduction of sebum does not address the root cause of your acne. And I think this just does your, your body like a huge disservice when we're not addressing the root cause of, um, of something like acne because acne is really your body's way of telling you that something isn't working, like something isn't right. Um, and the last thing I would tell myself is Accutane is not a quick fix. So in most cases, Accutane can take four to six months to show results. Um, and a typical course of Accutane is like five to six months. Um, 
And with a holistic approach, you can start seeing results in as soon as three to six months. So it's really like, it's not a quick fix. Um, but there's obviously no doubt that Accutane is an effective acne treatment and it is absolutely an option, but I just always like to point out that it's not our only option. So Accutane was a decision that I made out of fear and desperation. And so my hope is that anyone who is struggling with acne just has all their options on the table and that they can make the best decision for themselves. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in learning a little bit more, I have a blog on my website, so you can definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you for sharing all of that. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly agree with every single point you said about wishing uh, I had known all of that before going on Accutane because mm-hmm. I, I agree with you uh, at the point that I was looking for a quick fix and always looking for like some product that would just save me or a pill or, you know, whatever it may be. And you're so right that there is so many root causes and, you know, to get a true lasting uh, result and actually fix your skin and resolve the acne, you need to get to the root of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, And on to the topic of root causes. I know that stress is a huge root cause for a lot of health issues, including our skin. Um, And I know right now is a super stressful time for a lot of people. Uh, So how can stress impact our skin and our acne? Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah. So first off, let me just say, like, I'm raising my hand to this as well. During this, like, really uncertain time right now in the world, like, it is not... Um, like if your breakouts have gotten worse over the last couple weeks, over the last month, like chances are this is totally related to stress. Um, so first off, I would just say, give yourself a break. Um, yeah, stress undeniably impacts our skin. And, um, I would say that feeling stressed and anxious is really common right now. I know myself even going to the grocery store, like an errand that I typically really look forward to and enjoy has obviously just become a super stressful environment. And Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, no doubt this impacts our skin and looking at this a little bit more specifically. So stress contributes to high cortisol levels, which increases our androgen levels. And if you aren't familiar with androgens, um, you can think like stereotypically, they're like male hormones. So things like testosterone and high androgens are one of the main causes of acne. So when our androgen levels are high, um, one often has moderate to severe acne. So basically stress is the perfect storm for acne. So no doubt people are probably experiencing um, a spike in their breakouts right now. And that's all comes down to stress and we can chat a little bit more about like how we can, how we can uh, look at solutions for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd love to hear uh, like skincare wise, what you would recommend nutrition wise or lifestyle, like what can we do to support our skin? Yeah, totally. So I think right now, especially during this time, the biggest thing is just managing and lowering our stress. So giving yourself a break, practice self-love, move your body. Um, And if you're feeling up to it, you can try introducing like something new to improve your relationship with your skin. So for me, the past couple weeks, I've just been really focusing on prioritizing my sleep 
and like sleep is so so important for healthy skin so just like in really you can like be doing things all day long to support your sleep and by supporting your sleep you're supporting clear skin so a couple things that I've been doing is like breath work and yoga daily movement so going trying to get outside if that's possible for you depending where you're living obviously we all need to be practicing social distancing but um getting that morning sunlight exposure I know really helps me um have like a better sleep um and I don't know if you guys have ever heard of binaural beats but this is like a hidden gem I swear this helps lower my stress levels and I always have a better sleep when I'm using these and we can link it's we can link to it it's just an app have you heard of it Gabby I've heard of it and I've been interested in maybe trying it, but I haven't talked to anyone like one-on-one that has actually experienced it. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. Binaural Beats, we can link to an app. Um, it's free. The the app that I use is free and I use it um, if I'm feeling like, obviously right now, everyone's, I don't know. Yeah. Personally, I'm feeling a little bit scattered and distracted. There's just so much going on and me just being like, the personality type I have, I often like am lying awake, like before bed thinking of everything possible. So binaural beats has just really helped like calm my mind. And I honestly just put in my headphones um, and I listen to binaural beats and honestly, I fall asleep to it and I find it really, really helps. So huge fan of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So that's just like lifestyle stuff we can be doing to manage our stress. And we can also dive into a nutrition aspect and then we can dive into skincare too. Which mm-hmm. one should we start with? Uh, let's do nutrition first. Okay. Yeah. So the, just to kind of highlight like what's happening in our current world right now, like there is no shame. I'm sure a lot of people are eating a lot of like potentially like frozen pizza and pasta and chips. And it's just been like a lot of comfort food. And there's absolutely like no shame in that, no guilt in that. Um, But if you are feeling up to it, um, there's definitely like some things that we can incorporate into our nutrition and diet that are going to help our skin. And so when we're eating a lot of refined carbohydrates, like the ones I just mentioned, this is going to increase our insulin and our insulin like growth factor. And these two things are really the biggest drivers of acne. And so when we're eating these foods, it gets, they get digested and this triggers our pancreas to secrete insulin and insulin like growth factor. And that this says is it balances out your blood glucose. Um, and going back to androgens, these two things are going to trigger more androgens, which means more DHT, which means more acne. So that's kind of a mouthful, but um, that's just kind of to help you understand um, why it's so important to be focusing on what we're eating and what we're eating does impact our skin. So um, if you're open to making a few tweaks, here's a few things that I've been focusing on the past couple of weeks just to support my nutrition and to support my skin health. So a big thing with skin is gut health. And I'm sure most of you have heard of like the skin gut connection. Um, And basically the gut and the skin are our primary interface with the external environment. So if your gut is unhappy, so if you're experiencing like 
digestion issues or if you're experiencing like bloating or you're not going to the bathroom and you should be going to the bathroom every day for clear skin. That's like so, so important. I honestly cannot stress that enough. Um, If you have the time right now to be focusing on going to the bathroom every day, you should definitely put that on your list of priorities for uh, clear skin. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So basically, if your gut is unhappy in any way, chances are that your skin is going to be breaking out. Um, So really just addressing our gut health is really important. And the other thing that we can be focusing on right now is balancing our blood sugar. So things that really helped me balance my blood sugar, um, I used to be, you can ask my boyfriend, I used to be, or like my mom or my sister, like the hangriest person ever. Like, Gabby, I don't know if you've experienced it at all. Yeah, like, honestly, like if I didn't have like a snack, like every couple hours, like I was just a crazy person. I would keep snacks in my purse, in my car, just because I was almost fearful of like becoming hungry because it was just such a, yeah, I just became a different person. So anyways, by really addressing my blood sugar, this is like, I'm like a completely different person. Um, Like, and this is not only beneficial, like for like my mood and my personality, um, but this is so beneficial for your skin. Keeping your blood sugar balanced is like one of the biggest things you can do nutrition wise for your skin. Um, and something that has really helped me with this, um, is just incorporating healthy fat, healthy fat really helps. Um, it not only helps heal your gut, which we were talking about before, but just makes you feel full and satisfied and it's going to balance your blood sugar levels and it's going to help heal your acne. So those are the two things nutrition wise, we can be focusing on gut health and balancing our blood sugar. Yeah, those are huge for sure. And yeah, I totally relate to the hangriness. I used to be so bad. I'd have to eat like every hour. And yeah, I was the same. I'd have to have snacks on me all the time. And I was just known as like the hangry person. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and it's like, I think we all joke about that, but that's really a sign that there's some underlying issues that we need to address because we shouldn't be, you know, getting this intense surge of like hunger and um, blood sugar changes, you know, so drastically. Yeah. And that was even healing my own acne naturally, like holistically, that was really one of the first things that told me like I was on the right path. Like that was one of the first things, like when I changed my diet, I like wasn't hangry anymore, but that was kind of one of the first indicators, like, okay, like what you're doing is working. Like, like it was like my body being like, thank you so much. Like we, we are totally on the right track. So that's just something that I saw long before I saw my breakouts um, getting better. I saw like my blind blood sugar balancing for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that's definitely a huge one. Um, okay. So I love all of those tips for nutrition. So I'd love to hear now some skincare tips because I always hear people uh, asking me like what products you recommend and all this and I don't know I'm not a skin expert so I don't know so I love to have you on to talk about this so yeah skincare wise what can we do right now yeah skincare wise yeah so the first two ones that I wanted to touch on um is if anyone is still using like face wipes to take off your makeup like I honestly like this is talked about a lot so hopefully no one's using face wipes but 
If you still are, there is no better time to ditch the face wipes. Most of us are lucky enough to be at home, um, to be working from home. So if you're not going to the gym, like, so there's no better time to break out those like properly balanced cleansers. Like face wipes are doing your skin no favors. So say goodbye to those. That's the first one. And then the other one I want to just touch on skincare wise is like self-care. I don't like personally self-care it just seems to be everywhere right now especially like on social media um and so with self-care like a lot of I'm seeing a lot of like people taking like a weekly mask right like everyone's using masks um and I personally think masks are a really great form of self-care and relaxation but I will say that personally I have not really found any radical skin benefits from using a mask so it's um it's just because it's it's on your skin for such a short amount of time so it can't really have like effective results and this doesn't mean I want you to leave your masks on for like hours at a time all I'm saying is like masks are really great for self-care and relaxation but I just want us to be mindful that masks are not like masks are not a miracle product they are not gonna like cure your acne or anything like that. So just having, I think having like a realistic mindset about it just really helps manage our expectations. Um, so yeah, that's just my little two cents about face masks. Um, the other thing that I think we can be really focusing on right now, and it's such a good opportunity to do it because we, most of us are lucky enough to be safe at home. Um, so the first thing, or sorry, the thing that I always like to touch on is skin barrier. And if you haven't heard of like skin barrier and like, oh, what does this mean? Um, basically, the skin barrier is the acid mantle in the skin's most outer layer. And this plays a key role in the appearance and overall health of your skin. So if your products that you're using are making your skin sting or they feel really tight and uncomfortable or your skin seems to be red and irritated no matter what you do, or your skin is feeling rough and flaky, these are all signs of a damaged skin barrier. So when our skin barrier is damaged, like we are going to see more acne breakouts. Maybe you're someone who's prone to eczema. Maybe you're someone who's prone to dermatitis. All of these things are going to flare up when our skin barrier is um, compromised. So right now, I think just taking a step back from our skincare routines and looking at all of the products we're using and making sure that um, these are all supporting our skin barrier. So the first thing I like to touch on in the skincare routine for skin barrier is your cleanser. So a cleanser, like the pH of your cleanser is so, so important. So like I said, our skin is slightly acidic. So it's like a pH of like 4.7. Um, and so we want a cleanser that is also slightly acidic to maintain the skin's acid mantle. So um, with acne, actually, acne, acne skin types tend to do best with a slightly acidic cleanser. So you want your cleanser to be between 4.5 and 5.5. Um, and you might think like, okay, what's a big difference between like 
you know, like if my pH or if my cleanser is like at a 6.5, like that's not that different from 5.5. But when we're talking pH, like research shows that acne grows really well at a pH of 6 and 6.5. And then as soon as we drop down to 5.5, acne growth is very much um, decreased. So pH is really important. Um, A lot of good brands now will actually, especially for cleansers, a lot of good brands will tell you their pH like right away. Like they'll just like when you're looking at the product information, the pH will be listed. So that's something that we can be looking out for when we're purchasing a new cleanser. Um, so yeah, cleanser, really important for skin barrier. And then the other couple things that I like to highlight for skin barrier support is um, hydration. So when our skin is hydrated, it's going to be healthy and it's going to be able to honestly heal itself. So um, having a hydration ritual is just so important and something that has really helped the hydration of my skin. And I honestly recommend it to all my clients is we need to be moisturizing on damp skin. So um, like you can have like a really fancy expensive moisturizer, but if you're just going to put it on dry skin, it's basically like, sealing in nothing so we want to have like a facial mist or a spray or even just like filtered water is fine um and you want to make sure that your skin is damp and then you're going to apply your moisturizer because the moisturizer is going to seal in that water that you've just put on your face so that's just like a really easy tip honestly it's basically free because you can use water that's a great tip i love that yeah um And the last one I'm going to touch on, especially right now, I know people are going to think I'm crazy for saying this, but we need to be wearing SPF. I am like the biggest advocate for SPF like ever. And especially if you have a damaged skin barrier. So if you're experiencing like, like I said, acne, eczema, dermatitis, like these are signs that you have irritation in your skin. So for those people, wearing an SPF is even more important. And the reason I say this is because SPF is providing that protective shield on your skin. So that's going to support your skin barrier. Um, And the other thing about um, SPF is it's also going to prevent your sebum from oxidization. And when your sebum oxidizes, this is contributing to acne breakouts. So just another reason for my acne gals out there, make sure you're wearing SPF. And I know it sounds kind of crazy, like, because most of us are staying inside right now. But like, even right now, like I'm sitting near my window, and I have my SPF on. So um, this is really one of the best things you can do for your skin. And it's kind of like, in the skincare world, there's so many different opinions like whether you're in the natural skincare industry or you're like in the conventional one, um, there's lots of different opinions. But honestly, I can say that like everybody agrees that like SPF every day is like so, so important for your skin barrier and um, to promote healing and decrease acne breakouts. So that's my two cents on that. Yeah. I am the worst for <laughs> I do not wear sunscreen. <laughs> I really and, should that. Well, I know like, especially like in like the holistic world, like getting vitamin D is super, super important. Um, 
So having that like daily sun exposure is amazing. Um, I just, I just think like anyone who's struggling with a skin condition, mm-hmm. um, and whether like you don't need to be wearing sunscreen on your whole body. That's not what I'm saying, but, yeah. um, wearing sunscreen on your face, especially where you're having those breakouts, um, mm-hmm. it's just gonna, it's gonna go such a long way and your skin's gonna heal so much faster. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense though. You don't want to add more irritation to it, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. So on the topic of skincare still, um, mm-hmm. what are some big ingredients that you tell clients to avoid or ones that you tell them to look for that are good? Yeah, totally. So ones that I would say to avoid, and these are um, through my experience and then through like helping my clients. Um, the biggest one is, or not the biggest one, but one of the ones I always like to mention is fragrance. Um, fragrance in skincare products is just going to be super irritating and sensitizing. The next one is SLS, so sodium lauryl sulfate. And this one, you know, it's been getting a lot of, um, I don't know, heat lately. Like this is a pretty well-known one um, just because it's so damaging to the skin. And if anyone hasn't heard of SLS, just think of like if you turn over like your your dishwashing soap or you turn over your shampoo, like it's probably one of the top ingredients in those types of things because anything that lathers and is really like foamy and bubbly, that's SLS. So um, obviously like it's a really nice feeling. You want your shampoo to be super like, foamy but or bubbly but um this is actually really damaging to the skin so um you definitely want to avoid that sls take it out (laughs) um the other thing i like to touch on this is especially for my acne people out there is oils and um oils have become super popular in the like natural skincare world and i love natural skincare organic skincare it's amazing I'm so thankful that this has really become more mainstream. But just speaking of oils specifically, so every pimple starts with a clogged pore. So if we can minimize the chance of developing clogged pores, we can really help reduce the amount of pimples that can develop. So clogged pores are a result of like, it's a combination of dead skin cells, debris, sebum, like those kind of things are really the perfect environment for acne causing bacteria to thrive. Um, And this is when we're going to see more breakouts. So the reason I'm touching on this is because oils can really clog your pores. Um, And I know there's so many like acne safe oils out there. And there's um, honestly, I see more and more like all the time, but, um, and I will say like everybody's skin is different. Even everybody's acne is different. So using oils, like maybe totally fine for your acne, but if you're really struggling to see results, then this may be something worth trying is just really taking out all the oils from your routine. Um, and just seeing if, if that helps you, um, an oil that I think is really acne safe and I use it every day as a moisturizer is squalene. I can never say it right. Squalene, squalene. I was um, yeah, this is an oil that I think is acne safe, but really other than that, um, I would just steer clear of oils for a while um, and just see if that makes a difference for your skin. Um, everyone's skin is different, so you really just have to see what works for you. Um, 
yeah, so the next one I'll talk about is drying alcohols. So these are alcohols um, like ethanol or like isopropyl alcohol or alcohol denoa. And we can list these because I probably just did not pronounce them right. Um, yeah, these are typically in products that help creams feel lighter and they help ingredients penetrate into your skin. And they're also sometimes used as a preservative. Um, but these alcohols can cause dryness, irritation, and which ultimately lead to breakouts. So I'm just a firm believer that these types of alcohols just have no place in your skincare. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, and it's really just like simply like turning your products over and like looking at the ingredients because um, ingredients do not lie. The truth, the truth is in the ingredients. So yeah, yeah. yeah, those are my four big ones, fragrance, SLS, oils, and then drying alcohols that I would say to avoid. Would, um, so but like onto the topic of the oils, mm -hmm. uh, those, I know a lot of people just have the straight up oil that they'll use and like massage into their skin, but can those yeah. oils be found in like cleansers and things like that too? Yeah. So there is a lot of, uh, like the oil cleansing method has become like really yeah. popular. Um, and like I said, everybody's skin is different. So you have to take everything everyone says with a grain of salt. Um, but, um, yeah, and, and just speaking directly to people who are struggling with acne, I would just say the oil cleansing method is just, it's not going to be a safe bet. Um, and the reason I say that is the oil cleansing method, if you haven't heard of it, what it is, is you take like oils and it's really like all different kinds of oils and you like massage it into your skin. Um, and if you think back to like grade 11 or 12 science and you think of like, like dissolves like. The, yeah, that's the idea behind it is that the oil in the cleanser is going to dissolve the oil in your pores, but that's the idea behind it. But the prop, the, not the problem, but the kind of like, um, caution that I see with that is that's kind of simplifying, um, a clogged pore to, or acne being triggered just by a clogged pore, like, or just by like clogged oil, like. A clogged pore is also a combination of dead skin cells and debris and sebum. So really that oil cleanser is just tackling the sebum, the oil, but the dead skin cells and the debris and like any bacteria on your skin is like being left behind. So that's one thing. And then also with the oil cleansing method, the, in order to take the oil off, you kind of have to like take like a hot washcloth or a hot cloth and like drape it on your face and that's what you are taking the oil off with so and sometimes you have to like repeat that a few times to get all the oil off so if you're doing that every day um it can just be a little bit um harsh to your skin barrier because you're using one hot water and you're also like using like kind of like a physical um exfoliant like you're using that washcloth and you're rubbing it off so yeah, so I'm just not a huge fan of using an oil as a cleanser for those kinds of reasons, and especially for someone who is struggling with acne. Um, but like I said, there are some people who use it and really like it. Um, it's just, if you're struggling with acne, it just, it may not be the safest option is what I would say. Okay. 
Awesome. That's good. That clears that up because I always hear about oil cleansing or trying this type of cleanser and it, there's so many different things out there. So yeah, I guess yeah. it really is finding out works for you, but that makes sense yeah. though, in terms of acne. Yeah. Um, and okay. uh, yeah. And just to, like, to let everyone know, um, I just think like choosing like your own, like the skincare aisles can be like so, so overwhelming. And a lot of brands like, like to play on our vulnerabilities and mm-hmm. um, especially if you're like feeling stressed and self-conscious about your acne, like this is going to lead to like so much impulse buying and you're going to grab whatever miracle product is advertised to you next. So, and honestly, I will just say if they start bottling miracles, like I will be the first in line, like hand up, like that is me. But until that day, here we are. So, um, it's really just about making smart choices and smart choices that work for you. And to really help women with this, I'm actually going to be launching a, um, a skincare, a smart skincare ebook just to help, um, women choose the right products for their skin, um, and really feel confident in their purchases. Um, so yeah, um, everyone can look for that. I'm going to be launching that in June. So this will just really help, um, anyone who wants to learn more about skincare, um, and how to really in the end, like save money and make the right purchasing, like purchase the yeah. right products for their skin. So yeah, that will be, that'll be much needed. That's because <laughs> I've yeah. spent thousands of dollars on products and tools and God, it's horrible, but yeah, me too. All right. And so now on to ingredients that you do look for and the ones mm-hmm. that you do like. Yeah. So, um, the, my, one of my favorite ingredients and it's honestly, I like it so much and I, um, think it works really well for a variety of skin types. And, um, I honestly see a lot of people react really well to this ingredient and you've probably heard of it before. Maybe not. It's called hyaluronic, sorry, hyaluronic acid and, Hyaluronic acid is a water molecule and this forms a protective layer on your skin and it really helps lock in moisture. So hyaluronic acid is just so amazing to increase the hydration in your skin. And like I've just been talking on and on about, um, this is going to support our skin barrier. So it's just really the most optimal hydrator for all skin types. So hyaluronic acid is definitely something I look for. Um, Another ingredient that I really like and um, can have really good results to help fade hyperpigmentation and can help fade um, post-acne scarring is vitamin C. And my favorite form of vitamin C is ascorbic acid. And um, the reason I like this form is because it's the most well-researched and has the most... um, yeah, it just has the most research behind it. There's lots of different forms of vitamin C, but if you can look for ascorbic acid, um, that would be definitely what I recommend. Um, and like I said, vitamin C is a natural antioxidant. Um, it protects the skin against free radical damage and it brightens the skin as well. So that's when you're going to get those like brightening, um, marks, like after acne, it can help with that. Um, yeah, those are my two that I would highlight to look for. Um, and then, like I said, is, um, before just looking for a properly balanced cleanser is a big one. So the pH of your cleanser. 
Okay. That is, that's really helpful because I did not know anything about the pH of cleansers and and (laughs) so that is really good to know. Totally. Uh, And so do you have any brands that you trust and that, you know, contain all these safe ingredients and avoid the other ingredients that you uh, had mentioned? Yeah. So this is a good question. Um, I typically am very um, conscientious about calling out certain brands And the only reason I am that way is because I have yet to find one brand that has like a whole line of products that I would use for my skin. I find a lot of brands are really good at like one thing. um, And then obviously they're going to offer like all the steps in between. But um, I just think for specific skin types, you're not going to be able to just use one brand. Um, You're really going to have to like mix and match to find the right combination for you. Um, But I mean, I can call out a few that I'm using right now that I think have really good products in them. So I'm not saying that like every single product under this brand is like really good, Um, but they do have some really great products. Um, I really like um, Mad Hippie. They have a really nice vitamin C. Um, and I was talking about vitamin C before, and if you haven't used vitamin C before, um, the mad hippie one is a really good, like entry level vitamin C. It's, it's pretty gentle. Um, so I really like recommending that one. Um, another brand that I really like is Indie Lee. Um, Indie Lee has a really nice squalene oil. Um, and that's what I actually use as my daily moisturizer. Um, and I actually really like a squalene oil. Um, I'm a huge fan of a facial gua sha massage. I try to do this Mm. almost every night. And so, um, for people who have acne, like a lot of the gua sha, um, techniques, like they use like a heavy oil. Um, but the squalene is a really good substitute for that. Like you're still going to get that, um, slide and like slickness that you need for the gua sha facial massage. Um, and sorry, if anyone doesn't know what a gua sha is, so sorry. It's like, a, what is like, what is this girl talking about? Um, it's like a, it's a stone, like typically like a jade stone. Um, if you think of like a jade roller, it's like that same kind of stone. Um, and you just basically like glide it along your face. Um, and this is going to help promote lymphatic circulation. It's going to help, um, promote like blood flow and obviously blood flow is what um, repairs our skin and it's going to heal our acne. So, um, I'm a huge fan of a gua sha. I think it's a great self-care technique and anyone who's struggling with acne, it's an easy thing that you can do at home. There's so many YouTube videos that show you how to do it. Like, honestly, everyone is capable of doing this technique. So huge fan back to the product. Yes. You can use a squalene (laughs) oil for that. Um, another brand that I would call out those are the two that come to mind right now. Um, and we can link to those below. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's, it's really about the ingredients. Um, I'm never someone that's just going to be like, Oh, look, I really like Indie Lee. I'm just going to trust every product that they come out with is perfect for my skin. Um, no, that's not the case. Like you've got it. You've got to check the ingredients. Um, and you just, uh, yeah, always check the ingredients is what I would say. <laughs> That's a really good tip because I feel like we tend to trust one brand and mm-hmm. just kind of stick to that for everything. Yeah. Um, but that's, I like that you are 
emphasizing to read the ingredients, make sure that it, you know, suits your skin and fits, you know, your, your goals or your current issues that you're dealing with. Yeah. And I know, um, I know ingredients can be like super overwhelming and confusing. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, the ebook that I'm coming out with is going to totally list like the ingredients to look for the ingredients like that you want in your products, um, in the ingredients that you don't want, um, specific for like acne skin types. So that will be a super helpful tool for people. That, that'll be perfect. I'll be the first person to sign up for that because I <laughs> definitely need more help with that. <laughs> um, and so I know that I've made a lot of skincare mistakes in the past and I've went through countless products and different potions and things I tried. Uh, what is one of the biggest mistakes that you see people do with their skincare with like clients or people that you uh, talk with? Yeah. Um, the biggest mistake that I see, and this is, um, I'm always using the lens of acne just cause I'm an acne expert. Um, the biggest mistake I see for women or I guess anyone trying to heal their acne is the mindset and the approach they have with their skincare. Um, and what I mean by that is I think like, you know, like when you're in high school, you like hit puberty and you get like your first pimple, like I don't know, like, if anyone else has this, but, like, you know, like, your mom, and, like, thank God for mothers, but your mom gives you, like, the St. Ives, like, apricot scrub, like, oh I think gosh, that's yeah. just, like, such, like, a, or, yeah, like, oh, anyways, and then, or you go and you get, like, clean and clear, and you get, like, the toner, and, yeah, yeah, and something that all these products have in common is, it's just the idea that we need to, like, be attacking our acne, So it's the idea that we need to dry out our acne and that by using these really harsh products, we're going to kill our acne and it's going to solve all of our problems. Um, But I think we all just need to pause and think like, did this ever work for you? And I can be raising my hand, like using harsh products never, ever worked for me. And if they worked for you, I'm so happy. Like, that's amazing. (laughs) Um, But I think for the huge majority um, using these harsh products is, it's just not going to get us the results that we want, um, long-term. And so, um, you might notice, like, let's say you get like a spot treatment, um, and it's like a really high percentage of, um, uh, what's in proactive, the, um, benzyl peroxide, benzyl peroxide, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're using, and you might notice using this spot treatment that you get really good results at first, and you might even notice for the first couple of weeks that you're using it, that you do have less breakouts, but I can almost guarantee that using this harsh product long-term is going to damage your skin barrier. And I know I'm like preaching about skin barrier, but a damaged skin barrier is going to lead to further breakouts down the road. So I think the biggest thing that we need to switch is we just need to switch our mindsets from attacking our acne to supporting the skin and promote healing and hydration. So Mm -hmm. it's really like a less is more approach. And by supporting the skin, your skin can really heal itself. Like your skin can heal itself so much better than you can. So by really getting out of its way, and providing it support and that's through like the hydration like using your hyaluronic acid using your moisturizer make sure you're moisturizing on damp skin those things are going to really support the hydration of your skin and it's going to heal itself like so much better than you can um and 
So I think just by switching that mindset into, oh my gosh, I need to attack my acne and dry it out to how can I support my skin? How can I promote healing? Um, is just, it's going to serve you so much better and your breakouts are going to heal so much faster and you're going to have less irritation. So your chance for breakouts is going to decrease like long-term. I love that perspective because yeah, growing up, as soon as I started breaking out when I was like 13 or 14, somewhere around there, it was, yeah, it was just always about like killing this acne, getting rid of it, like attacking it, using harsh products. And that never worked for like years and years I was doing that and never got solutions. And since I've kind of simplified my skincare routine and just let my skin do its thing, I've, my skin's been the best that it's been. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so Mm -hmm. good. I love that. So so yeah. So just to finish off, I've been trying to get guests to just share two tips in regards to what they're talking about and how listeners can get started. So what are two skincare tips that listeners can do today to start improving their skin health? Yeah, um, I would say the um, biggest one, and this is I always, especially during this time, um, I know most of us are lucky enough to be at home during this time. And maybe you're kind of finding that you have a little bit more time in your day if, if you're not commuting. Um, I just think there's no better time to really get to know your skin. Um, your skin is constantly communicating with you. And once you learn to tune into that, you're going to be so much better off. So um, practical ways to do this um, is really starting like a skin journal. So if you're someone that is already um, like, let's say you're already tracking your cycle, you're already tracking your period. Um, it's just like an, another little step that you can be adding to that. Um, you can be tracking your skin. So you can track how your skin is reacting to certain foods that you're eating. Um, like let's say you had a really good sleep and your skin is looking really good. Like you can be tracking your sleeping habits. You can track your exercise routine. You can be tracking your stress levels, basically anything that pertains to you, um, Because when we look at skin from a holistic point of view, um, everything is impacting your skin. Um, So by starting to journal and track your skin, um, you can look back each month and you can look for certain patterns and you can be like, oh, okay, look, like when I ate, I don't know, let's just say like when I ate pizza, obviously like the next day, like my skin broke out. It can kind of help um, when you see it down, like on paper, it can kind of help be a motivator to make those changes in your lifestyle because I'll be the first one to say it making change to your lifestyle is really hard so I think anything that we can do to help motivate ourselves and help keep track and like help goal setting um can go such a long way um Mm -hmm. yeah so that's something that you can do right now and it's totally free like and by doing that um you're gonna be so much better off and Like, let's say you think that working with someone like me, a skin coach is a good next step for you. Um, By keeping a skin journal, you're going to provide me with so much more insight on into what's going on. So you're going to really be able to make better decisions for your skin moving forward. Mm -hmm. I love that tip. I didn't even think of really journaling skin health because I I track my cycles and all that kind of stuff but yeah really good tip yeah yeah love it and um yeah and like this might be like I said like 
if you're um, feeling up to it and you're feeling like you have a little bit of extra time in your day, this might be the perfect time to invest in your skin and really get the answers that you're looking for. Um, if you're someone who, you know, you feel like you've tried everything to clear your skin, um, then um, one of my acne healing discovery programs might be the best program for you. And um, right now, um, I'm currently offering 50% off this starter program just to send some extra love to anyone who's struggling with acne during these really uncertain times. So if you feel like you have a little bit more time on your hands and you'd like to learn more about your skin um, and how you can clear that with lifestyle and nutrition and skincare recommendations, um, I definitely would recommend checking that out. Um, yeah, and you can check that out on my website. I also offer... Um, free discovery calls. So if you're kind of wondering like what the heck a skin coach does, um, we can uh, schedule a time to chat more about that. That's amazing. That's awesome. A discovery call is so good and it's really helpful just to get a feel for what you should be doing and get some kind of guidance and idea. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is everything that we wanted to talk. I know we could go on for hours and hours. Oh my gosh. I totally could. Yeah. I know. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, I'd love to hear where everyone can find you, your website, uh, your Instagram, all of that. Oh, yeah. So my website is carolynhale.com and my Instagram is carolyn underscore skin theory. So um, those are really the best places to connect with me. Um, yeah, if you have any questions, just feel free to reach out. Yeah, send her a message, give her a follow. And we'll have all of those linked um, down below so you can get easy access to that and all the products and uh, the blog posts that we mentioned as well. Amazing. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing all of your skin wisdom. Thanks, Gabby. This was such a fun conversation. And thank you so much for having me. Yes, no problem. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We will have new episodes every single Monday, so stay tuned for the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, enjoy the podcast, I would so appreciate you leave a review and share it on social media or with any friends or family that would benefit. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next Monday.